What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gobi Games Podcast. I'm Gobi, and I'm flying solo again today. Hope you guys had a good week. Got some gaming in. I know I've been cruising Division 2 pretty hard. Finally finished up my season. Killed Fei Lao. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Yes! Finally! Uh, kind of a little disappointed with the Fei Lao mission, but... I don't want to spoil it since it's literally pretty new. Um, there is an interesting twist in the mission I didn't see coming. Um, again, you guys should look forward to that. I'm sure they're going to do something with it in Season 5 when that comes out. Um, overall, the Resident Evil event just finished up and that was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Sure, it was only an apparel event, but the reanimation global event was pretty neat. By the end of it, I kind of missed having Black Tusk turn into zombies. And by zombies, I mean they just basically came back to life and tried to kill you again. Um, but hey, when you shot them in the head, their head exploded in this cool, like, green smoke. And it was, yeah, it was neat. Um... They did a good job with it, I think. It was uh, enjoyable. It tied into the apparel vent well. I do wish the apparel vent had better apparel in it. <laughs> to say I'm not a huge fan of the stuff that they put in the event is an understatement. Um, I mean, I'll collect it because it's Resident Evil. But it's, it could have been better. They definitely could have done a better job. Um, speaking of seasons, I know that Destiny 2 um, has a new season out as well. Uh, it's called Season of the Chosen. Um, I haven't really gotten into Destiny 2 Um Apparently there's a new exotic, um, brings back a couple of old strikes and one new one. Um, the Devil, Devil's Lair and Fallen Saber strikes return from the original Destiny. Both are set in the Cosmodrome. Um, and in March, players can enter the Proving Grounds, a new strike that takes place inside a giant Cabal tank. Um, Trials of Osiris gets a loot refresh. Um, seasonal changes, um, they changed the bounties some. Um, they added new season challenge every week. They are located in the Triumph menu. Um, these replace the weekly bounties and don't require players to pick them up. They last the entire season as well. So players who can't keep up have months to compete them. That's nice. Uh, completed, completing challenges will net Guardians Bright Dust experience and seasonal currency. And more is all they say. Uh, apparently they did a weapon balance and recoil as well. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. We'll get some feedback from other clan members and stuff and see how they feel this actually happened or if it 
did anything. Um, and then, yeah, there's a bunch of more they patch notes, they fixed a bunch of stuff, and yeah, that's pretty much all the fun stuff in Division 2, or Division 2, yeah. Yeah, Division 2, Season of Chosen. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, in Destiny 2, uh, not gonna be something I probably play too much, but I might jump in with you guys. Um, there is the new Firebase Z zombie map released in Call of Duty as well this last week I it's not bad I played a little bit on it I haven't got to play with uh, any clan mates or, or with my nephews yet on the map but I did enjoy it um, I do like the objectives they added in uh, that can be kind of a pain in the ass playing solo though because at one point there's too many objectives for one person to cover at the same time with the amount of zombies that are coming but zombies is meant to be played co-op so that's not a design flaw as far as I'm concerned um, other than that not a whole lot to talk about in Destiny I did play Fortnite this last week um, and I bought the Battle Pass uh, just because Predator uh, he was way easier to kill in Fortnite than he has been in any other game where he came in and you had to kill him or whatever um, that being said, I did enjoy the mission. I did enjoy having to go and find him and kill him. I'm still working on spending 30 seconds within so many meters of enemies so I can get his uh, claws as my pickaxe. Because, yeah, who, who doesn't want to use the Predator Claws pickaxe? I mean, alright, well, probably plenty of people, but they don't really matter. Uh... <laughs> Something else kind of big, uh, WB Games' Nemesis system patent was finally approved this week after multiple attempts. Um, I'm not sure what this um, is going to do, but it's definitely going to have something to do with um, uh, Shadow of Mordor, Middle Earth, some kind of game there um, would be my guess. Um, maybe it's a sequel to Shadows of Mordor, um, or Shadow War, um, again, I'm not real, never played either one of these games, um, can't believe they actually have to patent this shit, but whatever, that's the age we live in, um, obviously the other big thing going on that has happened this week um cd project red was hacked oh no uh, basically that just means that we're probably going to see at some point on the internet source code for the witcher 3 and or cyberpunk 2077 whether or not they'll be the latest and greatest versions of those games or not i don't know but we will probably see at some point some of their source code on the internet what does that mean for you guys as gamers pretty much nothing uh, it's not really gonna affect anything in the grand scheme of things it's just I have a feeling this more has to do with the lawsuits that CG Project Red is currently dealing with um, because of the launch of Cyberpunk 2077 uh, 
Yeah, it's... I enjoyed the game. I'm still enjoying the game. Uh, I'm not saying it didn't have its bugs and it didn't have a shitty launch, but it also didn't have the crappiest launch that I'm aware of. It didn't have a great one, but there have definitely been worse ones, that's for sure. Um, so, we all know and love exclusives. And I say that in the most sarcastic tone that I can. So I'm going to say this again. The love part was pure sarcasm because, yes, we all, I mean, they're like micro microtransactions. Everybody loves those, right? I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. uh, why am I bringing this up? Well, it seems that we can get ready for a lot more exclusives coming to the Epic Store over the next two years they're claiming they're going to have more exclusives over the next two years than that have released to date on the epic game store <sighs> okay so obviously there's two sides to the story um i get why epic is doing it they're trying to break in and you know break down steam's monopoly on pc gaming i applaud them for that at the same time, I hate exclusives. I really wish I could buy it on whatever store I want to buy it on and not have to worry about it. But, again, the day and age we live in, that's just not going to happen anytime soon. And, you know, it is what it is. I guess we just got to deal with it. Um, hopefully they're only one year. Um... Some of them that they know about, um, Chivalry 2 is a one-year timed exclusive, uh, Darkest Dungeon 2 is exclusive until end of early access, um, I don't really see anything, The Wolf Among Us 2, there's no word on a Steam release date, um, Vampire the Masquerade Swan, Swan Song, Bloodlines 2 won't be exclusive though. So only part of Bloodlines 2 is exclusive to the Epic Store. Uh, Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake, um, will also be on the Ubisoft Store when it comes out. Because again, I believe it was last week, it was delayed indefinitely. Uh, that is sad. Um... Then obviously there's a whole bunch of Ubisoft games on here that will release on the Ubisoft Store and Epic Games. <sighs> yeah, that's about all I gotta say about those exclusives. It's it is what it is. Um, this one, it's about damn time. Uh, we've started seeing Microsoft games on Steam for. A while now and they're slowly adding more and more well on March 9th you can finally play Forza Horizon 4 which means it might actually have a player base oh <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> couldn't help myself um actually I own Forza uh, I got quite a few hours into it it's a fun game 
I enjoy the map. Uh, it's very pretty. Uh, the driving's really nice. If you're used to GTA driving, you're going to hate it. Um, I said it, but it's okay. I mean, it's not for everybody. It is more of a sim than anything. Um, there are a couple other things. Uh, so, there's this new game out in early access, and it kind of came out of nowhere, and it is taking over Twitch. It's taken over Steam. It's called Valham. It's basically an open world survival game where you get to be a Viking. Um, it's procedurally generated. Um, it's got co-op controller support built in. Um, it does have an art style that is closer to Breath of the Wild rather than a more realistic setting like Valhalla. Um, and this game caught my eye because obviously, you know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is, you know, a great Viking game. Um, it's been super popular among clanmates. Everybody I talked to has absolutely loved it. Um, so this one is kind of same thing there's boats you can build you know castles all that stuff it's got some pretty decent melee combat uh, the premise of the game is you basically die and a valkyrie takes you to the 10th world um and you're there to protect it and make sure that the demons don't basically take it over it's not really story rich as far as I've seen but it's it's a great game especially if you like survival games um, it's got some pretty neat mechanics it's only 20 bucks um, like I said if you're into Vikings into survival games it's definitely worth taking a look at at least maybe throwing it on your wish list and you know going from there uh, the other one, so there's another one coming out. Obviously, I've on a huge zombie kick too. Um, so there's a new MMO coming out. It's called The Day Before. It's another post-apocalyptic MMO. Um, it takes place in basically, I think it's a U.S.-based city. Or something like that English based city um, global pandemic where uh, zombies basically walk around it does have PvE and PvP um, they haven't really been too specific if the PvP is in zones like the division or if it's more of the PvPVE gameplay type that you get from like DayZ or Rust um, honestly, I'm hoping for more of a game like The Division, where it has a giant open world PvE section, and then certain zones that are PvP, like the Dark Zone. And when I say The Division, I mean the original Division. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love The Division 2. Um, I think they've taken the game in a good place, but 
the Division One map and atmosphere to me was one of the best in gaming recently. Like, I went into New York, I enjoyed walking through the snow and going through those streets and, you know, the whole atmosphere that that gave. I really hope this game captures that same atmosphere but gives us zombies to shoot at and that whole that whole experience I guess but with zombies because uh, I mean for those of you who don't know I love Dying Light um, it's one of my favorite zombie games um, I actually wrote a mod for it it's called Run and Gun I haven't released it yet but when I do it will be on Nexus mods um, just because I like their site and I use it a lot and they have their Vortex mod manager which is really nice as well. Um, but yeah, that's... We'll go into that. Yeah, we'll go... Uh, so, obviously, uh, I'm a huge fan of mods. And, you know, making a game the way I want it. Not not from the factory, but, you know, with community-made add-ons and stuff. And uh, one of the games that I've been messing around with lately is uh, No Man's Sky. And uh, the other night I was bored, so I did some digging and ran around and checked out some mods. And for you, those of you that play No Man's Sky on PC, um, there are some pretty good mods out there that don't change the game. They're not cheats or anything like that. I mean, they're, don't get me wrong, those, those are out there too. But um, for just... We'll call them quality of life. Alright, there's a couple of mods I do have to recommend uh, for No Man's Sky. And the first one is Better Grass Render Distance. Basically, this just changes the engine so that it renders the grass farther out. So you don't see grass textures popping in and stuff when you're running through a planet and stuff. Because they're, they're farther out now. Um, the next one has two versions. There's Fast Action and Instant Action. Uh, all this does is change it so when you hold the X button or you hold the button to do something, instead of having to hold it, instant action means you press the button and you take it and move it to your inventory. So instead of having to hold it, I think on the controller it's for like 3 to 5 seconds or something like that. You have to hold down X to pick something up. Um, with this mod, it's with the instant action, which is what I use. Um, you just tap the button and it's like every other shooter instantly picks it up for you um they do make a version where it's with a small cursor which is the one i chose uh basically makes your default cursor about 40 percent smaller than what it normally is i'm a minimalist so i enjoy that um yeah another great one is hd clouds basically this just makes the clouds when you're coming from space into the planet it makes the clouds look really pretty and that is literally it it just makes them look pretty um and then obviously the other main one is multiple freighters in a system pretty self-explanatory you basically lets you have multiple freighters in the same system so i can have my freighter in and when Nighthawk's in with me, he can call his freighter in, and it can be side-by-side, side and I can go into his, he can go into mine. Um, it's 
Yeah, it's great. Um, now the next set of mods, they don't, they're not cheats, but they do change gameplay a little bit. Um, they're called, uh, basically predators. Uh, they make all the predators in the game more dangerous, uh, gives them more health, makes their attacks, uh, faster and whatnot. And then, um, there's predator frequency and that one increases how often they will attack you, how prevalent they are in the world. Um, there's high, medium, and low. Uh, I tried out all three. Uh, medium is my favorite by far. High is too much. Like, you basically have predators attacking you at all times. You basically got to keep your bolt caster out. It doesn't really let you get any materials or anything like that. So it it's a little rough um medium's pretty good low is probably better for casual players it just basically means when you're running around all of a sudden you might have an animal come attack you like they would in real life um again it's not a huge change but it's you know whatever um and then obviously you have the atlas mech or whatever and if you've ever drove one of these in the game it is atrocious oh my god like, I have it, and I, you know, it looks so cool because who doesn't want to walk around in a giant mech with guns and giant lasers, right? Sounds awesome. Until you realize that you can't turn worth a damn. And, yeah, so there's a mod that improves mech control, and it works. It works well. It's definitely worth it, um, at least to me. I mean, it's one of those things. Um, now, the next set... Yeah, these, these I guess you could classify as cheats. I don't use these, but I did try them out because... Hey, why not? Um, first one is free suit upgrades. Basically, everywhere in the game, you go to a kiosk or whatever, and you can buy a slot for your exosuit instead of having to pay units or credits or whatever it is for that you basically get it for free um they have one where it gives you free upgrades for your multi-tool freighters ships and all that stuff um which you know they're cool whatever if you want to cheese the game um i should mention that most of the cheat ones they don't work in the survival gameplay they only work in the normal mode uh so if you're not familiar with No Man's Sky and you don't understand what I'm talking about, No Man's Sky has four game modes. Creative, which pretty self-explanatory. Permadeath, again, pretty self-explanatory. Uh, and survival and normal. So survival is basically normal, but with a reduced stack count. So instead of being able to hold 999 items in one slot, you can only hold 250 of common items and you know anything that you could only hold 10 of you can only hold like five of um so it does it creates differences whatever um i don't know too many people that play survival because i think they they made the survival stacks too low um they could easily made 500 and that would have been a nice easy great spot to start with i think I think 250 is just a little bit too low. Um, 
Yeah, the only other one that I do play with that is considered a cheat um, is reduced launch cost to 10%. Uh, so basically, instead of every time you launch your ship off the ground, instead of it taking 50% of your launch thruster, whatever, it only takes 10%. So instead of two launches per fuel cell, you get 10 launches for fuel cell. I play the game to have fun and explore, so I enjoy the reduced cost. Again, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. Um, so the other game that I've been checking out lately is Space Engineers, which has a different kind of mod system. It uses the Steam Workshop. Um, there's some pretty neat stuff in there as well. I know I uh, subscribe to serenity which i love firefly so i can literally build um serenity the firefly in my survival space engineers game and fly around on serenity which you know that's pretty cool i enjoy those kind of things um but yeah i guess i kind of also want to talk about my mod for a little bit um so dying light obviously is a pretty old game but if you like zombie games, it's definitely worth the money. Um, obviously not at full cost. It goes on sale all the time. Um, there's a couple of different versions on PC. There's the Steam version and there's the GOG version. It is not cross-play. So if you bought it on GOG, you can only play with other people on GOG. If you own the Steam game, you can play with only people that own it on Steam. Um, mods work on both versions of the game. Um, the Steam version is the better version of the game. For whatever reason, they released a separate version on GOG, and it's not the same. It just, it's, it is subpar to the, the Steam version. Unfortunately, I would much rather own the game on GOG, but being as it is subpar there, I do own it on Steam. Um, so, a little bit about my mod. Uh, it basically turns Dying Light into a looter shooter. Now, you can still use melee. In fact, I still use melee all the time. Um, but the big difference is if you want to use firearms, you can use them. They're viable. Like, there's plenty of ammo for them. You can run around and shoot stuff all the time. If you think that's going to make the game easier, you're right and you're wrong. It, it'll it make killing normal zombies easier, but when you make all that noise, you get way more vitals or virals, and you get a bunch of those, and it doesn't take you long to get down. Um, now, basically all I did was add ammo to the loot pool. I increased... The distance at which you can grapple stuff to twice as far as it was. Um, and I reduced the cooldown so you can use it as many times as you want. Um, so it kind of plays like a Just Cause game, in a sense, um, where you have that freedom of movement. Um, now the gunplay is, is Dying Light. So it's not the greatest first-person shooter out there. It's not horrible, 
but it's a good middle of the road shooter and it's it's fun it's satisfying when you land a headshot and you hear that sound and you watch this, the Zed's head go poof it's it's definitely a good feeling um I did some other tweaks too to make the game a little more uh we'll call it casual um just because this is a game I play with my son so you know we both use the mod and he just he absolutely just loves running around and you know just doing the whole zombie thing um plus parkour is awesome and it's got one of the best movement systems of any game that I've played, especially zombie games. The freedom of movement is great. I do wish they added more maps. Um, the following DLC puts you out in the countryside. And it's fun. The buggies are nice. Um, I did make it so the buggies are indestructible. Um, and you don't have to keep filling them up with gas. Um... I took lockpicking out of the game, um, but if you like lockpicking, there's also a version with it in. Um, i just not a fan of the mechanic, so I got rid of it. Um, there's a couple of different sets. I've removed it completely, or I've done it, so you still have to go into the animation and do it, um, which is the version that I use. Um, and then there's the actual full lockpicking version as well not a fan of lock picking in the game so i removed it um but yeah other than that i hope to have it published here soon but uh i kind of wanted to have a few more people test it out so that i know it's you know great before i put it on the world wide web for everybody to test and tear apart so yeah <clears throat> um but yeah that's all i got for today so I hope you guys have had a great week, and hopefully we'll catch you later in this week. Alright, until then, peace.